Yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome back, y'all. Welcome to episode 15 of the Brick Report around this bitch. What's good, what's good? Shit, fuck y'all been up to? My name is Bricks, if you don't know. I'm the host of this here show. Listen, ain't on some Dr. Seuss shit tonight. Um, you know what I'm saying? A bitch has been, um... A bitch been working, you know what I'm saying? I, I've been working, grinding. I know y'all was probably talking shit about my ass last week. My motherfucking bad, word up. I actually was gonna do a, a late show last week, but I decided against that. I decided, fuck it, I'm just gonna put everything, you know what I'm saying, into this show. Um, I might start doing that though, like if something happens and I can't fuck with y'all or if I'm, you know what I'm saying, if some shit go down, I might do a short, you know, like a, a 15 minute show or some shit just to keep y'all pushing through the week, you know, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? A bitch been working, planning, grinding, manifesting shit, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I'm on my Dean, I'm in my bag right now trying to make some shit happen so you know but i hope y'all been good i hope y'all been getting shit done let's go ahead and jump face the fuck in uh face first in this bitch uh first of all let me just go ahead and stop and say rest in peace to aretha franklin uh aretha franklin died last week she was 76 years old you know what i'm saying and you know it's always hard for us to say goodbye to the greats you know what I'm saying? Shit, it's always too soon. I don't care how long they live. You know what I'm saying? It's always too soon to say goodbye. Like, it's hard because it's like they've been here. You know, and Aretha is iconic. You already know. You know what I'm saying? Like, her music and shit, I was just... So many things, like, fucking... She was just... She did so much. Like, her music is used for so many different things. Like, so many TV shows. Fucking a different world theme song was one of the best goddamn theme songs ever made in the history of goddamn theme songs. Like, she is just one of the best to ever fucking do it. And you can't deny it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like the older we get, the younger, like, ages that we used to think were old, it's like the younger they are or the younger or the, you know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all understand what the fuck I'm saying. You know, like, the older we get, like, you, like 50 used to seem so old to me. Shit, 30 used to seem so old to me till a bitch turned 30. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, God damn, like, I still feel like myself. <laughs> I used to work with this lady named Miss Ingalls. What's up, Miss Ingalls? Um, and Miss Ingalls, shit, I was in college, and I was working um, as, like, a research assistant, and Miss Ingalls was doing, like, some community work with a group I was working with. And Miss Ingalls was so lit. She was, like, 70-some years old then, or almost 70. And Miss Ingalls told me that you don't never stop feeling like yourself. You know what I'm saying? No matter how old you get. She was in her 70s or about to be 70. I forget. Um, but she was like, you know, you never stop feeling like yourself. So regardless of how old you are, you always feel like, you know, just you, you know, and you're aging to other people. And of course, you, your body's going to feel older and shit like that. But you always just feel like you. So I don't know. Like It's just very interesting. We're losing a lot of great ones. But, you know, Aretha, you know, she lived a long motherfucking life. She was 76 years old. But when you think about it, you know, Aretha lived, she outlived a lot of motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So today, 
in honor of Rita. I'm just going to take some time out to recall. <laughs> Wait, shut your, shut your ass up. I am sorry. Shut up. I am recording this at a time when this little motherfucker is still awake. So you may hear some some random ass background barking and shit. Y'all know how he do. If I, if necessary, I'm going to put his ass out. This motherfucker sitting here giving me the eye right now. And growling. But anyway, yeah, so in honor of um uh of goddamn Rita, this little bastard that made me forget what the hell I was gonna say. But anyway, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm gonna start the show off today. You know what I'm saying? Just taking some time out to uh talk about some of the folk that Rita outlived. Because damn it, she lived 76 years and she outlived a lot of people that we thought would still be here. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, Michael Goddamn Jackson. Rita outlived Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Like, Michael Jackson was so much younger than Rita, you know? But damn it, Rita outlived his motherfucking ass. Goddamn Joe Jackson and his beating utensils. Now, the beating utensils probably remain. You know what I'm saying? However, Rita outlived Joe Jackson. You know what I'm saying? She outlived Whitney Houston, also known as Nippy. You know, depending on how affectionately, you know, you you know Nip. Uh, she also outlived Prince. You know what I'm saying? These are all iconic people. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if Joe Jackson is necessarily an icon. In his own right, Joe Jackson and his beating utensils. You know what I'm saying? They got their place in history. But all of these people that Rita outlived, you know what I'm saying? All of these artists that we expected to still be around. And Rita ass outlived all these damn people. Rita outlived Luther. And Luther died, like, listen, I definitely, I was, okay, so Luther Vandross was my mama's favorite singer, and she was so broke down when he died, and he also died young, you know what I'm saying, and Rita outlived Luther's ass, um, Gerald Levert, Rita outlived Gerald, and she also outlived uh, Gerald's tetagram-shaped brother. What was his name? Uh, Sean Levert. I believe he died, too. Um, I always forget that he died. But, yes, Rita outlived them as well. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Let me see. Uh, Big Ange. Uh, Big Ange from Mob Wives. Now, Big Ange is, uh, I love Big Ange. Um, but, yeah, Rita outlived Big Ange. Like, Rita, listen. Rita has some good years, okay? Um, and lastly, goddamn, uh, motherfucking T'Challa, Spider-Man, Gamora, Vision, Groot. Goddamn it, uh, Rita outlived a lot of motherfuckers. You understand me? Um, she just had a full-ass life. So let's celebrate Rita. You know what I'm saying? Let's celebrate her existence. Let's sing Rita's songs and watch her movies. And you know what I'm saying? Um, let's just... Uh, just bless her name and, and realize that she was an icon and you know what I'm saying turn to Pandora put it on the Rita station if you ain't got no you know no subscription and no damn well Pandora is free all the time so you know just listen to some Rita cause you know you need a little bit of Rita in your life I've been listening to her over the weekend and shit and getting my goddamn life and feeling good like you know what I'm saying shit so yeah so rest in peace uh, Mama Rita for real like I, I'm you know that that's some shit but you know one thing's for certain two things for sure we all gonna leave here one day and i'm just glad that she had a, a full life and i know that you know 
shit, I'm certain she would like to still be here living it. But hey, you know what I'm saying? We all got to go someday. So rest in peace, Rita. All right, y'all know. Um, Okay, so last week I was not up. Now listen, y'all know I didn't have no show last week. So I didn't do no power spoiler. Now y'all done had a whole goddamn week this week. So I ain't even calling it no motherfucking spoiler because shit, you done had a whole week to watch the motherfucker. So it is what it is. Um, but if you have not seen it, I am going to discuss the last episode of Power, which again, kiss my ass stars because I woke up this morning very excited to cut on the stars app and watch, what is it? Episode eight that was supposed to be coming on and motherfucker, I did not realize that they were skipping a goddamn week like they do sometimes. Ugh, a bitch was devastated, but you know. It is what it is, so I'm just going to go ahead and do my run-through like I do, because y'all know I fucks with power, and it's my shit. So, okay, goddamn Ghost. Ghost done started fucking AUSA Valdez yet a goddamn gin, so you know his life is about to, you know, crumble, because every time he start fucking with this bitch, Lord AUSA Valdez. So they done started fucking again. Also, he got old dog by his goddamn balls. Um, the little nigga from the hood done told Ghost that old dog is skimming money off. I mean, and come okay. You had to know. Everybody had to know that old dog uh ass was skimming money. I mean, you had to know that. So I guess it was just a matter of getting somebody to say it. And Ghost is smart as fuck. He knew what to do. He knew that that little nigga was all he had to do was hear more money. You know what I'm saying? And he was going to get ready to sing his goddamn face off like Rita on the different world goddamn theme song. So he already knew what to do. You know what I'm saying? And goddamn, before the nigga could sit down and get a motherfucking sip of water, he had done said, oh, so you going to be skimming too? That's what you going to do? He was like, what? Goddamn, listen. So now... Uh, he got old dog by the goddamn balls. And old dog thought he was talking big shit before that. See, that's why you got to be humble, little old dog. Because, see, that's what happened when you be trying to talk shit. Um, he, Ghost also had Kanan kill Diego, the Jimenez brother. You know what I'm saying? Um, and Dre was supposed to go and kill Tommy Connect. But Kanan put a monkey wrench in that bullshit. So it's some interesting shit about to go down right now. now. You know what I'm saying? Some interesting shit about to go down. Listen. Okay, so Tariq, little simple ass, is getting ready to start selling pills. You sell pills now, Tariq? Tariq, you selling pills? That what you do? You selling pills now? Um, also, on the end of the last episode, when, you know, how they show a preview of what's to come, they showed Tariq little punk ass in the car with Kanan. And Tariq was like, how could you kill your son? You know what I'm saying? And Kanan's like, you know, some people say you ain't no real gangster until you kill somebody you love. You know what I'm saying? And then they show Tariq grab the gun and jump out of the car like he geared to go kill somebody. And, of course, they are trying to make us believe that he geared ready to go kill somebody he loves. Like, Ghost. Or maybe Tommy. I don't think Tommy, though. I think they want us to believe that he gonna go kill Ghost. I don't know. This is going to be interesting as fuck, yo. Um... Also, I would like to just say I called it on Tasha's boo, Terry Silver. <laughs> now, I didn't think that he was going to pack up all his shit <laughs> and hit the goddamn trail. I did not think that. All I thought was that 
he was not going to lie for Tasha. But that motherfucker took it five steps further and said, not only, bitch, am I not going to lie, I'm not going to goddamn be here. I am getting the fuck up out of Dodge, bitch. Peace out. Um, look like he left her, um, <clears throat> excuse me, what did he leave a note that says, sorry, Tasha, and I don't know, look like a check or something, but whatever it was, um, Terry Silver said, bitch, fuck you, I'm getting the fuck up out of here, you and your crazy ass goddamn husband can kiss my damn ass, bitch, take your motherfucking earring and get the fuck on, so, Terry Silver is not with the shits. I knew it. I knew he wasn't going to laugh for Tasha. He is too straight up and down for that. Tasha, you know damn well you've been in this game too long. You know you can't just, <clears throat> excuse me, be bringing, you know, these square-ass niggas into no shit like that. And, you know, not that Terry, yeah, he's a square. Um. Okay, so Kanan, like I said, killed Diego Jimenez. Now, he know that Ghost wanted him to do that shit for a reason. Kanan is smart, too. And low-key, Kanan is about my favorite damn character because he crazy as hell. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I fucks with Kanan. I like his character a lot. Um, He know that Ghost wanted him to do that shit for a reason. You know, Ghost is trying to keep his damn hands clean of everything. So, Ghost didn't want to kill Jason. He got uh, motherfucking Dre to do that shit. And then he didn't go in there to kill Diego Jimenez. You know what I'm saying? He got motherfucking Kanan to do that shit. So now Kanan is, <clears throat> excuse me, trying to get Tommy's connect Jason. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to get with him and start working with him and poor Tommy can't keep a connect to save his goddamn life. Motherfuckers just keep right on stealing his goddamn shit. You know what I'm saying? First, Dre stole his organization. Now, motherfucking Kanan get ready to steal it. The boys don't give a damn. Teresa is singing his goddamn hips off like a background singer for Aretha. Him and Tommy done bonded over bodies and shit. You know what I'm saying? They done killed a motherfucker. Now, they bonding this dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? So, that's going down. Um, You know, it's just a lot going on. Motherfucking um, Angela, damn AUSA Valdez, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get John Mock the fuck up out of here. Like on the last episode, they made it seem like she trying to get um, Tommy to possibly kill him. But now, before she do that, she gonna try to bribe his ass to take a motherfucking job with the DEA. With her damn new boo. You know what I'm saying? So, she got a lot of tricks up her sleeve. She's a sneaky bitch. Um... She just continues to get further and further, deeper and deeper in shit. You know, she's like in a, a quicksand shit pool. You know, like she just continues. Like she just cannot. I don't know. Tasha is looking crazy as hell after damn Terry Silver said, fuck you, bitch. Um, and especially after she tried to talk shit to Ghost. <laughs> talk about he loved me more than you ever did. Oh, girl, not that much, girl. Um, that nigga got Ghost on that ass, literally. Now, she ready to turn herself in. Tasha, girl. I mean, and I get it. You know, a mother's love. But, honey. Um, Tommy is getting on my goddamn nerves. I need him to shut the fuck up. Tommy, why is you doing all this goddamn talking? I don't give a damn if Teresa is supposed to be your fucking daddy. You shut the fuck up. What is wrong with you? Like, you know better than that. Bruh. Like, damn. I mean, you've been hustling your whole goddamn life. You don't know this nigga. Just because he's your daddy don't mean you know him. That motherfucker ain't shit. What did you doing, Tommy? You fucking up. Andre is simply about to go down. I can just feel it. I can feel he about to go down. It just feels as though something is about to happen with Dre. Like, Dre think he too crafty. Andre, you got to remember that Ghost is the motherfucker that brought you in. You learned the shit that you learned from him. 
Don't never think that you're smarter than the motherfucking master, little bastard. You know what I'm saying? Don't never think that. Um, and that's it for the goddamn power spoiler. Next week is gonna be good. I'm ready. Listen, it's getting. I don't know how many episodes it's supposed to be, but the shit is getting lit. It's it's getting real good. So I'm excited. Um, now that we done got the power spoiler out the way. <clears throat> Um, we're going to get on into appreciate it this week where I discuss things that I'm, I appreciate because again, you know, we move along throughout our days. Most weeks just, you know what I'm saying? Waiting for the weekend and, uh, waiting for whatever next event we going to or whatever we got upcoming. But you know, we don't really sit and think about shit that we appreciate shit that we grateful for and you know a lot of times we just gotta humble ourselves sit the fuck down and you know start thinking about what we are grateful for and just take some time to to remember that we don't have to have all this shit that we got we got a lot of shit you know what i'm saying so be be thankful appreciate some shit you know what i'm saying so this week and appreciate it i would like to say that i appreciate black women like i love y'all i love us you know what I'm saying? I appreciate us. We are fucking beautiful, creative, goddamn dynamic, so motherfucking strong. Just regal ass, majestic ass bitches. Just some beautiful ass beings. I so appreciate black women. You know what I'm saying? I love us. I love y'all. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you. People don't tell us they appreciate us enough. We work so hard. You know, black women just, we do so many things. Now we're starting so many businesses and getting so many things up and running. And we're taking care of ourselves and our families. And you know what I'm saying? We are caregivers and just so many things. And so, you know, regardless of all the things that we do, we're so disrespected at times all the time actually but you know what i'm saying we continue to press forward and keep it the fuck pushing because we on some fuck motherfuckers type shit and we don't give a damn you know and if you do give a damn stop giving a damn and focus on yourself and your family and what matters because other motherfuckers don't so i love y'all i appreciate y'all keep it pushing know that we are fucking amazing and beautiful and wonderful and perfectly made you know what i'm saying so i love y'all black women um, all right, yo, this week and pop that pussy for the culture. Um, two chains tied the night in Miami this past weekend. Him and his wife, uh, I think her name is Keisha Ward. They said Keisha done been with two chains since he was um half a chain. Um, you know, she done been with him since he was titty boy. You know, she done been with him a long time and now they got married. They got three kids and stuff. And it looked like some happy nuptials. You know what I'm saying? They was out there, had a, a nice little reception. They were rocking and shit. It seemed very nice. So congratulations, 2 Chains. You know what I'm saying? I fucks with 2 Chains. I love him. You know what I'm saying? I love his music. And I think that's wonderful. The kids were there. Their family was there. It was a lot of, um, a lot of different artists there. Um, one, one artist that stood out, um, a lot was... Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne. Now, I fucks with Wayne. I love Tunchi. You know what I'm saying? But Tunchi has dyed his hair. Um, and you know how sometimes when you dye your hair, it just, it just. Okay, so. Okay, let's just move on. Okay, 
Rest in peace to Kofi Annan. Kofi Annan is a former UN Secretary General. Um, and also, he's the first black man to lead the United Nations. And he died Saturday. So, rest in peace, Kofi Annan. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know anything about Kofi Annan, look him up. Um, and he just passed away this Saturday. So, that's a big fucking deal. You know what I'm saying? Big things. Um, a documentary on Rihanna's life is dropping this year. Um, director Peter Berg was quoted saying that it's really a comprehensive profile of what goes into making her the talent that she is. Um, and they're saying that this documentary should be ready for release in a month, maybe a month and a half, two months, something like that. So be on the lookout. That should be very interesting. I fucks with Riri. You know what I'm saying? I love her. So that seems like something that I would watch one night when I'm just chilling on the relax. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Excuse me, a bitch is over here yawning and shit. My goodness. Um, but yeah, so check out Rihanna's documentary. I think it's going to theaters. So, um, now listen to this crazy shit right here. A fight about who? <laughs> when I tell you niggas will fight about anything, the goddamn barbershop. Stay out. Of, this is what. Listen, and again, I get my hair cut. You know what I'm saying? I do not partake in barbershop debates because first of all everybody think they got them right so you know what the fuck am i getting in there getting worked up for with a motherfucker that think they right like fuck what you think i don't give a damn i think what i think you know what i'm saying so barbershop debates not for me but two motherfuckers in virginia did get on a goddamn barbershop debate these motherfuckers was in there fighting about who should play aretha franklin in a movie <laughs> Who should play Aretha Franklin in a movie? Um, And somebody got shot. Like, these niggas was literally... So, what happened was, somebody said that Halle Berry should play Aretha. And I guess the other man was like, bitch, you crazy, and just shot him. Because what? Now, the crazy thing about this is, on an episode of Wendy Williams, um... (laughs) There was this episode of Wendy Williams where Wendy was interviewing Aretha Franklin. I don't know how long ago this was, but it looked pretty recent, maybe within the last year or so. And Aretha was up there. And Aretha said that she thought Halle Berry would be great playing her. Now, Aretha, what the fuck, girl? That don't even make no damn sense. Like... And she said that Hallie was her first choice, but not her only choice. And I mean, with a straight face, too. She was serious than a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Um, Halle Berry, somebody asked Halle Berry about it, an interviewer or something. Halle said she can't sing, so why the fuck would she play Aretha Franklin? You know, Aretha, in that interview with Wendy Williams, said she knew Hallie couldn't sing. She said, but she just thought that Hallie would be good to play her. Aretha. Rita just wanted Hallie because she was cute. Because what the fuck other reason would you want Hallie? You know goddamn well, Rita, that ain't no time in your life that Halle Berry was looking like your ass or that y'all look similar, that she should play you. Rita, girl, what? Rita, you need somebody with similar girth. 
similar titty saggage, girl. You know what I'm saying? So, Wendy suggested that J-Hood play Rita. Now, I thought that was a great choice. J-Hood sing her goddamn face the fuck off. You know what I'm saying? Like Rita. Um... And Rita sounded a little bit let down. She was just like, um, yes, uh-huh, she would do good. Re- Rita. Then Wendy suggested Fantasia. And again, Rita sounded, uh, she was just like, yeah, Fantasia. I mean, get-. And then the last person that Wendy suggested was Queen Latifah. And before Wendy could even really get that out, Rita to my, no. Rita, Queen has similar girth, girl. You and Cleo is sisters and shoulders. I don't know why you're trying to act like, um, see, and that's exactly who should be playing you. Y'all are similarly built. You know what I'm saying? Halle Berry is not built nothing. like You ain't never been built like Halle Berry, Rita. You need to be, somebody need to play you that looks like they could be you. Halle ain't never looked like she could be you. Never, girl. Now, I mean, it either need to be, like, somebody like motherfucking um, Queen Latifah or Forrest Whitaker or some goddamn body with a similar build. But not no motherfucking Halle Berry. Come on there, Aretha. Come on there, girl. Come on. You're doing the most. Aretha wanted somebody little and petite to play her ass. Aretha, stop it. Now somebody done got shot because of you with this crazy shit. I'm sorry, I'm cussing Rita out, and I know she just died. But Rita, girl, you know damn well. <sighs> anyway, um, the creator of Blackish, Kenya Barris, just signed a hundred million dollar deal with Netflix. You better go the fuck off, Kenya Barris. Now, this is a three year overall deal with an option to add two additional years, and the deal consists of Barris producing a series solely for Netflix. Now. Barris recently ended his relationship with ABC Studios last month um, after having some inside beef with ABC. So ABC indefinitely shelved one of Barris's episodes. The name of the episode was Please Baby Please. And the episode tackled issues like kneeling during the anthem. ABC, y'all on some fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? So Kenya was like, fuck y'all. Y'all motherfuckers want to shelve my shit? Fuck y'all. And then Kenya went, went the fuck on and got a hundred goddamn million dollar deal with Netflix. That's right. Shine the fuck on. Fuck you, ABC. I don't need your goddamn money, bitch. Don't be trying to shelve my shit, motherfucker. Don't be trying to uh, uh, halt my creativity because y'all scared to say some shit and scared to take a stand about something, motherfuckers. People get on my goddamn nerves, yeah. Word up. Um... NYU School of Medicine is covering tuition for all students regardless of merit or need. Do you hear me? Do you hear what the fuck I just said? NYU School of Medicine is covering tuition for all students regardless of merit or need. What? They are paying full tuitions. Yeah. That is fucking amazing. Um... So they said that they understand the overwhelming financial debt that graduates face. Absolutely. Can I just say that I'm a graduate of a goddamn university? And yes, 
the debt is overwhelming and quite a bit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a bitch that has been in deferment probably ever since I got out of fucking school. Why? Because I just have an issue with paying y'all all this money back. So, you know, I didn't, I mean, I did so many things. I didn't been, uh, you know, and hopefully the Lord, I, the Lord is on my side. Cause I didn't say shit like, you know, I mean, I just all kinds of lies. Like, you know, I mean, just, um, but yeah. So they said that the average debt for students of the class of 2017 at NYU medical school is $184,000. Do you hear me? $184,000. That's the average debt that the class of 2017 has when they leave school or when they left school. So the plan, which is effective immediately, will cover all future and current students. I think this shit is fucking great, yo. It's amazing. That's an awesome thing that NYU is doing. I hope other schools take this into consideration and start helping motherfuckers out. God damn. Excuse me. God damn it, a bitch is yawning again. I am so sorry. Um, Tokyo Tony. <laughs> Black Channel's mama, Tokyo Tony, got hit by a car recently. Now, <laughs> that is not funny. I understand, but it kind of is. I saw her on the shade room. In a video with a neck brace on, and she said, Can't nothing stop me. <laughs> now, the reason that this is funny is because everybody knows you can't stop no goddamn crackhead. You cannot stop no crackhead. Fuck no, you can't stop no crackhead. Crackheads is bionic, they got bionic strength. You can't stop no motherfucking crackhead. Tokyo Tony could have got thrown in a goddamn road, ran over by a goddamn truck, stood up and got hit again, and she still would have been good. And that damn lipstick was on them lips. I mean, not smeared, not a drop. That motherfucker had them lips was just as red as when she first painted that lipstick on, and that lipstick did not smear. She done got hit by a whole goddamn car, and that lipstick was still perfectly in place. Do you hear me? Crackheads, you cannot kill them. Crackheads are indestructible, okay? I don't care what nobody say. I done seen them do too many things. And Tokyo said, fuck that. Y'all don't know me. You can't stop me. Can't nothing stop me. And she's right. She knows and is secure in her bionic crackhead strength. And listen, I believe it. I done seen it too many times. 112 got back together for seven and a half minutes to try to kick off a reunion tour and then said, fuck it. Um, so if y'all thought y'all was going to get some peaches and cream and <laughs> if y'all thought y'all was getting any of that, then listen, I'm sorry to have to tell you that that's not going to happen. Cause you know, they got together at six and a half minutes. They was like, you know, I've, at three minutes they were doing all right. Then at five, they was like, listen, then at six and a half, they were like, I don't know, this shit is feeling kind of off. Seven and a half minutes, niggas threw shit down on the table and walked the fuck out. It was over. Like, they did not make it. So, you know, listen, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers can't get along sometimes. You got to respect it. You just got to respect it. I respect it. So, I mean, and after seeing the moves that they had, um, what was that? Was that BET Awards last year or something? Anyway, after seeing them set of moves that they put together and that choreography, you know, I think it's probably time that they say fuck it. You know what I'm saying? The breath won't there. 
for them to keep up. You know, like sometimes it's just time to say goodbye. So it's just time to give up. All right, so that's it for Pop That Pussy for the Culture this week. Wasn't really a whole lot out there. I had to scrimp and scramp and push this shit together for y'all asses. But you know, it is what it is. So this week, I thought I would bring back a segment from my first podcast. Um, I don't know if y'all ever saw Bitch, but Bitch was a podcast I was doing before this one. And a segment from that show that I've been talking about bringing back was something called Lit Old Shit. Lit old shit is where I talk to y'all about shit from back in the day that was lit. It could be anything. Lit food, lit TV shows, lit shit that we used to do. So this week in lit old shit, I need to, I want to just pay homage to goddamn the Master P era. You know what I'm saying? Shit. <coughs> Listen. Now, first of all. I had never even fucking heard of Master P until my freshman year of college. My roommate, what's up, Sharifa? I have not talked to Sharifa in years. If anybody out there knows Sharifa, please tell her I say, hey, I love Sharifa. Anyway, um, my freshman year in college, my roommate was very cool, so sweet, and she loved Master P. So I had never heard of Master P before Sharifa. Um, and she put me on the Master P. And so, I have loved Master P since, you know what I'm saying? Master P, an old motherfucker now, but he's a legend, and you can't deny it. You know what I'm saying? When he came out, he had the tank, and so many different artists with him, like Mia X and C-Murder, not to be confused with Murder Felton, uh, Silk the Shocker with his offbeat rapping ass, you know what I'm saying? Just so many classic songs, I'm body body. I'm body about bout it bout it was my motherfucking shit. You cannot tell me when bout it bout it come on, you was not like when that music hit, like dun, 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 what? You cannot listen. Bout it bout it is a goddamn classic. Do you hear me? So don't listen. Don't try to play. Do not play. You hear me? Like you need to know. Motherfucking make them say, uh, ice cream man, nigga. Oh, my God. Like, these is hood classics. And, you know what I'm saying? They had to us, I think, and I don't know, probably in Louisiana and other areas, maybe further down south, you know, those those types of CD covers that Master P and them had with all that, you know, it just looked so, there was a, look, a certain look to these CD covers and shit and the mixed CDs and shit that they had. They looked different than anything we had, like, where we was living and on the East Coast and shit. So it was very different. So Master P was the first one that I had seen that came out with those types of covers for their music and shit. So Master P was just, it was an era. You know what I'm saying? Like the tank, Master P and that the fucking army and all that shit. Like it was just, it was really something. So you know what I'm saying? Lit old shit. Master P and the motherfucking Master P era. Like, I mean, you Percy Miller, you got to give it up to him. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, this week in Let Me Holla At You, um, I pulled this letter from the email, and I'm going to read it for y'all. Um, yeah, Okay. Um, hi Bricks, I just started listening to the Brick Report two weeks ago and have already listened to every show. Thank you, girl. I appreciate it. Keep doing what you do because you bring smiles to a lot of faces and you don't even know. Well, that's sweet. I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? I just be trying to talk to y'all and let y'all know my goddamn thoughts. Um, okay. 
So the listener says, so I have an issue. Okay, I understand. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't be writing in. I have been sleeping with my sister's baby daddy for three years. Of course, the fucker recommences right out the gate. It started when me and my ex broke up and I moved in with my sister, her kid's dad, and their two kids. My sister let me move in until I found somewhere to stay. Girl, this is... Okay, I'm just gonna read. At first, it was just a little flirting, but before I knew it, we were fucking regularly. See, I just... I have had two abortions by him, but if I get pregnant again, I'm not getting rid of it because I'm tired of mutilating my body. Condoms, bitch. What? I don't live with my sister anymore, but we are still having sex. Not the sister. I'm like her and the boy, the baby daddy. He comes over just about every day and we make love. Girl. I love him and don't know what to do. Please help. Signed, horrible, confused sister. <sighs> y'all think I'm, uh, I don't know who the fuck y'all think I am, but y'all be trying to put a lot on me. I ain't lying. Okay, so here's the thing. Horrible and confused. I'm going to call you ain't shit. Ain't shit, sister. Because, bitch, you know goddamn well your ass ain't shit. Bitch, you been... Okay, first of all, let's first put this on the table right here. First of all, your sister was nice enough to give you somewhere to stay after your ex-boyfriend said, bitch, get the fuck out, okay? You and your ex-boyfriend broke up. Your sister said... I love you, sister. Come into my home. You know, stay here with me and my family and my man. You know, me, my man, and my kids. Come and be with us. That is what um, your sister said. You know what I'm saying? So she was sweet and genuine and tried to give you somewhere to stay. And what do you do? Ain't shit-ass sister. You go and stay with your motherfucking sister and start fucking her goddamn baby daddy, bitch. And then you will say that you done had two abortions by this nigga. So not only are you fucking him, you fucking him raw. You have had two abortions. And now you are saying, if I get pregnant again, <clears throat> I'm not going to get rid of this one. Girl, you want to have his baby. Like... You done had two abortions. So, you are fucking your sister's baby daddy without any protection, which fucking him is already bad enough, but fucking him without any protection and continuously getting pregnant by him and refusing to use any type of protection because you want to be pregnant by him. You want to get pregnant by him. You done had two abortions, and you talking about if I get pregnant again, so you still fucking him raw. Like, you don't realize that y'all will continuously get you pregnant. Like, you're going to continue to get pregnant. So, yeah, you want to have his baby. Okay? And then what kind of bullshit is that going to be? I don't live with my sister anymore, but we are still having sex. He comes over just about every day, and we make love. I love him and don't know what to do. Girl, go tell your sister you are sorry, Boston, and that you've been fucking her baby daddy because she's going to find out. It's just a matter of time. You cannot continue to do shit like this and think that it's not going to come out to the open. Everything done in the dark, bitch. Everything. Your sister's absolutely going to find out that you fucking her baby daddy. Go tell her. Maybe you want to send the bitch an email. You know what I'm saying? Not to call her a bitch because she was a nice one. So maybe you want to send your sister an email. Maybe you want to send a carrier pigeon. Bitch, I don't know. But you need to tell her 
that you ain't shit. Tell her you've been on some fuck shit for three goddamn years. Tell her. Again, she's going to find out anyway. So, you know what I'm saying? And she must be, I don't understand. I just feel like I would know. I just feel like I would know. I feel like if somebody was fucking my nigga in my house, I would have some, I already have a certain amount of, (laughs) a certain amount of suspicion that just lives inside of me 24-7 anyway. So I would already just be like, "Mm, mm, something just tastes a little off in the the goddamn Kool-Aid. So I feel as though I would already have some type of something that I already knew. So, girl, you are really, like, this is some bullshit, girl. Like, what are you thinking? Girl, what are you thinking, girl? This is crazy. Like, you better than this. Tell your sister. Tell your sister. Stop fucking her baby daddy. Separate yourself from the situation. And pray that maybe one day, one goddamn day, she can forgive you. Pray about that thing. Because you is sorry as fuck, ain't shit. I ain't lying. Like, goddamn. Like, this ain't even a random... This is your sister. What are you doing? And hurry up and do the shit before you get pregnant again. Like, stop having sex with him. Fuck the fact that you love him. He's not your man. It doesn't matter. He don't love you. He would never leave her for you. He has two children by your sister. They have a life. You know, you are easy pussy that he done started getting on the side. And you know what I'm saying? Like, pussy is very difficult for niggas to say no to. So, you know, the fact that you are throwing it at him and they telling him you love him, probably cooking and shit and doing a whole bunch of shit, tacos and pork chops and shit. You know, like, niggas like shit like that. But, girl, just stop. Stop. Yesterday. Stop. And tell your sister what you're doing. Ain't shit. For real. Damn. Y'all motherfuckers, please. I'm... That has drained the fuck out of me. I ain't lying. Ain't shit. Tell your sister. Call your daddy. Ain't shit. And tell your sister. Cause what the fuck? All right. That is the end of the show. Y'all know I like to give y'all a hot ass top five. See, and now I feel bad about my top five because goddamn ain't shit that made me feel crazy as hell. But this week I was spicing it up for y'all motherfuckers a little taste. Um, I was going to give y'all my top five sexual positions. You know what I'm saying? Um, so this week, top five sexual positions. Now, these are in particular order. Um, normally I be on some in no particular order, but this is in a particular order. So my first sexual position, um, my first favorite, um... I guess I'm going from favorite to uh, my top five, but this, these is my favorite. Okay. So my favorite is doggy style standing up. Now, doggy style standing up is where um, whoever is receiving me <laughs> is on the bed. You know what I'm saying? On your knees. And you know what I'm saying? Like whoever uh, breaking your goddamn back now is standing up. Now, the trick to this position is a long gap, okay? Whoever you fucking with got to have a long cock. Short cocks, don't try this position because you're going to be upset. You're not going to be able to stay in. It's going to be a problem. So, for all the long cock dick niggas, 
this position is for you. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, just get excited because it's a great position. You know, um, if you are receiving, you know what I'm saying? Then for me, it is most fabulous, like, when I am, like, not all the way on the bed. Like, a, a large portion of, like, my ass is hanging off the bed. And you kind of just depending on him to, like, catch it. Like, like he catching it. it goodness like every time so yeah that's it doggy style standing up is my favorite um my second favorite is just doggy style like I love doggy style in general now the trick and what makes doggy style so awesome is a very deep arch in your back you got to know how to put a deep arch in your back you bitches and with that like the get a damn you know or receivers you know Whoever, like, if you don't know how to arch your goddamn back, don't nobody want no hard-ass damn picnic table-ass back when they tear your ass up. For no, you have to know how to get that arch in your back. And y'all know, I tell you, I do yoga. And it's a yoga position that can really, really help you to learn how to get a deep-ass arch in your back um, like this. It's called puppy posture. Look that up. You know what I'm saying? Puppy posture will help you to get that arch where you can... Have your your torso on the bed and like all the way down and then like right where the curve in your back is at the base of your back where your ass curves. You know what I'm saying? That part right there, bow. That's where that bitch start going up. That arch has got to be good for this position to be great. Okay. Um, my third favorite position is now you have to picture this. So, I call it legs in a V. So, basically, you're standing with your legs wide, okay? Standing with your legs wide open, but then you bend straight over. And look, I'm bending. <laughs> I'm sitting down, but I'm bending. That might be why I don't know if my voice sounds like it's going in and out, but you bend straight over. So, basically, if you are receiving the dick, you are standing with your legs wide open, like in a V shape. But you are bending straight over. Now, I can do this and put my goddamn top of my head on the floor. And my feet will still be flat. Again, yoga. Check it out. Get with it. Because you'll be a bad, flexible bitch. Do you hear me? And motherfuckers will love it. So, standing with your legs in a V and bending straight over. And so, whoever is tagging that ass is just behind you. Just going to fuck in. Because, I mean, picture that. Picture what it looked like from the back. It's just amazing. I ain't even never seen it from the back. But I know it looks amazing. Especially when a bitch bent all the way over with her goddamn head on the floor. Like, what? Yes. Um, My fourth favorite position is missionary. I still love some good old missionary. It's something about looking a motherfucker in their eyes and kissing and slow stroking and all of that. Like, that is amazing. So, even though it's just missionary, it's still a goddamn bomb. Like, you got to respect motherfucking missionary. Like, it will always have a wonderful place in my heart. And, you know, a spicy motherfucker lift one leg up or both legs or get it halfway from the side. Like, it's all kinds of different ways to make missionary great and amazing. Lastly, number five in my top five sexual positions is 69. Now... 69ing is fucking great. 
and it is a wonderful part of foreplay or it don't even have to be a part of foreplay you could be in the middle of sex and just start 69 and what I like most about 69 is that the the more hype you get the more hype your partner should get because if you are going in then they should be going in so eventually y'all are just going the fuck in you know what I'm saying and it's great like so that's it top five this week i know y'all is hot and bothered and ready to go finagle and get fondled and shit yeah you know what i'm saying um so that's it y'all shit you know what i'm saying please subscribe you know if you listen to this show on itunes subscribe so that you don't miss anything rate the show give a bitch five stars please i appreciate it review the show you know what i'm saying leave me a message let me know what you think you know what i'm saying um yeah um if you have questions for the show please send your questions in to thebrickreport at gmail.com or you can send your questions in on Instagram at the Brick Report. Also, um, I get we haven't done a go off in a while. So if you would like to go off on a motherfucker, hit me up on Instagram at the Brick Report and I will give you instructions about how to leave your go off message. Um, follow me at the Brick Report on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So I will see you motherfuckers next week. I'll be back, of course. Same place, same time. Look, this week, I'm, I'm happy to be able to get this shit out to y'all on time. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm recording this Sunday night, so I'm probably either going to put it out in a few minutes or tomorrow morning. I'll go ahead and put it out in a few minutes so y'all can go ahead and get y'all life first thing tomorrow morning. I want y'all to have it out early. So, yeah. Anyway, I fucks with y'all. I hope y'all have a fabulous fucking week. You know what I'm saying? Hustle hard or not at all. Goddamn, it's up to you. And I will talk to y'all motherfuckers next week. Peace.